Welcome to Monday. It's Coffee with Chachi. Let's start off the week with a blast. Get your coffee, get your tea, get your water, and let's take back Monday. It's conversation time with Chachi. Hey, it's Monday, guys. Today's April the 29th. Uh, shout out to my brother. Today was the day he was born X amount of years ago. Uh, so today, you know, I've got my coffee out here. This is from my, uh, this club is for, cup is from my McDowell Frenzy. Uh, it's a race I did a couple years back. And today I have a little cold brew. I did it myself, just right here. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. So we'll be working with a, a nice little cold brew. It's, uh, you know I mean, just straight up with uh, water there. Uh, ice is sometimes something I will put in from time to time. Uh, today, got, got, some, got a good topic today. Um, uh, but it is Monday. I hope everybody's doing great today. Uh, got your coffee ready and moving forward with the day. Make sure we're taking it back. Starting off Monday on a great note gives us the most opportunity to capture everything we want in life with our goals and our directions and, and whatnot. So, so make sure you're doing your best today and being productive. Put five things on your list today. Go tackle them. I got your back. Here we go. Oh. Uh, over the weekend, just this past Saturday, I was in a race, uh, 50 miles up in top of the rim, north of northeast of Pace in there. The objective was to run 50 miles, try to do it in 13 hours. And there's some things that really well we'll talk about. There's some things that I've learned from and have an opportunity to do. And this today's feature or today's conversation is a lot about that race and everything, everything I talk about, everything I bring up on a coffee with Chachi is about something that I've learned, something that I've accomplished. This is we're going to be talking about nothing but personal stories as we move through these episodes. And and again, welcome to episode two. Uh, so let's get right into this weekend. We've started out pacing. The race started at five a.m. I getting up at I think I almost got up late. To be honest, I set my alarm for I think three ten. And my friend came knocking on the door around 3.30. He's like, hey, you up? And I'm like, huh? So anyways, I did the classic, turned on my alarm for the weekend. I think my days were all off. I had Friday off. And my alarm was set for a weekday. So it had been great because the only other alarm I had set was for 6.30. And the race started at 5. So there was an opportunity there uh, for me to uh, miss the race. And luckily... Side, this is a second side note. Support from other people is huge. You know, shout out to Lucas for uh, knocking on my door at 3.30 a.m. Even crazier, he went to sleep at 1.30, but somehow woke up at 3.30 to make sure that I was awake. So big ups to you, Lucas and Sam and Ramon, all my running buddies for always having my back. Ramon, I hope you had a great time out in uh, the cruise wherever you were. And Sam, thanks for also going. So the race started at 5 a.m., Epic 50 miles. I'm wearing the hat right now. You know, the terrain is nuts in this race. If you ever do Zan Gray, it's nuts. And there's just rocks and stuff all over your path, just like life, right? The path is the last thing from smooth and easy. You know, running on the street, like on a sidewalk, and then running the Zan Gray path, which is really the Highline Trail. Yeah, those are two different things. And it was a 
I underestimated the downhill we'll talk about later and the trail, the terrain. I probably went in there overconfident on that because I've been on that trail before. And those are two big things. So long story short, after about eight miles, I kind of hit a couple few rocks and it really started to take toll on my ankles. People that run with me know I pick up my feet just slightly off the ground. And anytime there's a lot of rocks or, oh, you know, roots and things on the, I tend to, you know, chip those a little bit. And this is the race to stay away from that. So ended up getting a lot of that. And somewhere around like mile 13, I really rolled my left ankle. And then the continuous rock hitting, it just took a toll on my ankles. And around 20 miles, my ankles started to become really sore. My left one particularly. Anytime I went uphill, anytime I tried to get a good pace going, it really started to bother me. And then my right ankle started to catch up. And right around the 24, 25 mile mark, I started in, started just walking most of the race. It was a lot of uphill around that time too. Uphill started bothering me a lot. And I was predicted to get to the 26 mile marker around 1030. And I was on pace for that up until about mile 17. And the pace just dramatically, I ended up being an hour and a half later than I expected and missed a cutoff to turn around and go back. So ended up taking a DNF, which uh, I've taken DNFs before. Trail running is tricky. You know, you can roll, you know, roll an ankle or hyperextend a knee really easy. So it's kind of a tough situation. And these are the types of things that make a difference in life. Are you taking a DNF in life in something that you're putting out there for? It's only a DNF, and we'll talk about ego in a little bit. It's only a DNF for you remain on the ground right stand up eight stand up eight so the run the weekend let's bring us full forward into topics today and i hope everybody's having a great day one as we're going to talk about eagle is the enemy it's a book by ryan holiday one of my currently one of my favorite authors this is probably my second favorite book by him my first favorite book by him is one of my top 10 books probably all time it's called the obstacle is away i recommend Either one of these books, Obstacle of the Way, I would recommend reading first, then move into Ego is the Enemy. Ego is the Enemy is a little bit more abstract and catching the concepts on this one. The Obstacle, uh, Obstacle is the Way is just profound, just such deliverable knowledge coming back from Marcus Aurelius, a lot of stoic knowledge. So Ego is the Enemy. The second book, which my hard copy is with a friend right now. Uh, I listened to it originally on audio. I recommend Audible, by the way. I get a lot of books. Um, I take on a lot of Audible books, and then I'll read the book later. For some reason that works for me. So it's called You Can't Hurt Me by uh, David Goggins. And that book, man, I can listen to that book like people listen to music. Such a great book. And David Goggins really talks about pushing and passing through adversity a lot and really pushing through and grinding through things that, that really are trying to tackle you. And so two things about that book. While I was running and my ankle was bothering me, and all I could think about was, you know, I put a lot of training into this race. And every day was about my diet and my nutrition, getting my runs in and making sure I was prepped to get 50 miles done on a very, very tough 50-mile race in, in the Zangre 50. 
And so as I was really running through the bad ankle, a couple of things came to mind, which was, you know, if, if I turn around and make it back up the hills, you went down 26 miles and then came back up 26 miles. Would, would I be okay? Like, would my ankle hold up? And it would, it would have held up. The question though was, would how, how bad would have, would the injury be? Would it be something that I can overcome? You know, I've, few other races coming up. I plan on doing races for a long time. That was one of my bigger issues for that was how was that going to impact my future? And that's where the ego of the enemy comes in. The ego of the enemy is, is huge in regards to what he, he's speaking there is that we end up doing a lot of actions that are off our path set mainly because we're afraid fear right love and fear we're afraid of how that is how that would be seen for us okay i drop out of a 50 mile race everybody knows i'm doing this 50 mile race how is that going to be seen and people are going to see chachi as a person who drops out of races possibly there's probably people out there right now like that um and the ego then would be telling me you know push through grind it out suffer pain that could otherwise be removed and mind you anytime we come up to an obstacle we shouldn't just stop right obstacle is the way is this other book and, and can't hurt me by daniel i'm sorry david goggins we'll talk a little bit about that a little bit too the idea is when is it your ego that you're battling and when is it an obstacle that you can overcome that you're battling so back and forth back and forth as i ran i'm like well Am I, am I battling my ego right now or is my ego something I can push to the side and I can say, all right, this is a bad ankle. Zangre is going to be here next year and the year after. Do I need to just get out, recover, and get better, right? Can't Hurt Me by Dan, David Goggins and the ego. Both talk about getting better. Both talk about pushing your limits and trying to figure out what you really are. Marcus Aurelius, I believe, said that Sadness is really felt for the man that never gets tested adversity because that man never knows what he can really do. So I do push and push and push and push to overcome my limits, which change my limits was one of my first uh, mottos for myself. Change them, push them, push them out there. So I went back and forth and Eagles, the enemy, kind of went over. I, obviously, I missed the cutoff. So it was a point where the guy was like, well, technically you're at seven seconds over. It was seven seconds. And I was thinking, I was like, man, I can turn around. It took me seven hours to get here when it really should have took me five and a half. It'd take me 10 hours to get back up that hill. That would put me at 10 p.m. And I'm pretty sure I'd be thoroughly, thoroughly exhausted. I might feel really good at that moment. Like, yeah, I did it. But for what, what was the cost when I can turn around and can come get that race later? And that's where the eagle jumped in. And... I kicked the eagle to the side and I said, you know what? Today's Angre one. Tomorrow I'll get him. And I will. I will get him. And that's the difference in the DNF. I did not finish that race, but I'm still pounding in life. If I refuse to come back and then get it, that is when you fail. If you fall down seven times, you stand up eight. The DNF is only a step. The next part, we, we jump into 
You Can't Hurt Me. David Goggins has such great information in his book, You Can't Hurt Me. I recommend it. And in there, he talks a lot about pushing. Like most people only use 40% of the day. Using your mirror as a tool to sit there and look at yourself and really write down those goals. I know a lot of people already do that. And the other thing that he goes on to talk about is a post-action report. And the post-action report, you literally list right after your action, what went well, what can you learn, what were your opportunities. Some of the things that went well for me during this race. I felt good at the start. Sometimes I get a little nervous at the start. Sometimes I have this really dry mouth. I felt great at the start. My cardio. After the 26 miles, I, was, I still had the energy to turn around and go back. Mine was more of a physical issue. Uh, my prep was good. Everything was good. I got well rested the night before. I went in there with good mental strength. And during the race, I had good mental clarity as well. So that was good. Uh, hydration was good the whole, the whole way. My nutrition was good. Usually I go a longer period of time without eating. And this time I did really well. Um, zero, zero stomach issues. And sometimes you do have stomach issues where it's just like upset or whatnot. Mine was fine. Uh, everything was good. My legs now... My legs were strong enough to get me to the finish that I felt there was opportunity to even get better. And, and I bring that up because the second part of the post-action report is, what did you learn? Where are the opportunities to get better? If we're going to DNF a race, we have to get better. Laying on the couch and just suffering that, that's going to take us the wrong path. It's about getting better. So the terrain, I I overestimated or underestimated the terrain. And when they were too comp, too much confidence, oh, it's cool, it's rocks. I dealt with them before. They were treacherous. After 50,000 steps and then maybe another 50,000 going back, they took a toll on your on your hip flexors, your stability, your knees. My kneecaps are a little sore this morning, which is real, which is pretty rare. Uh, if I get my quads stronger, the downhill, I you know, it kind of just eluded me in the beginning there is that 4,000 feet down, taxes the quads. So get the quads a little stronger. Hamstrings and glutes always, if you're going to endurance runners, anybody who walks a lot, hamstring or glutes, good to get those better. Uh, time on feet. Uh, I did a lot of running. I, time on feet was something that stepped away a little bit from. And, and time on feet really has an impact on your Achilles and your calves and your bottom of your feet. And bottom of my feet were really sore at the end. Uh, so I definitely had to get that in. I felt like it was a little heavy towards the middle of the race, so maybe drop another 10 pounds. And then there was an issue with mental strength there a couple times. You have these lows in these long races just like you do in life. And so there's an area to tackle some more mental strength. But for the most part, my mental strength was pretty good. I went in there with a game plan for my mental strength. Anytime I had a low, I had uh, an anchor statement, and I had a 3-2-1 move that I used to help bring me back to keep me out of that low Move me out of the low quicker back into a high, and that really worked well. So with that, it is Monday. I hope you're driving into work great. Think about these two things. Is your ego in your way? As long as you get the right balance of pushing yourself and removing your ego, DNFing is a good option. You have to realize, though, the moment you DNF, you have to push jump back right back in got to figure out what's next. If you DNF, 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 and your body creates and your mind creates this routine, that's what I am, then you get into that part of self-loathing where you're just saying, I can't do anything. I'm never good enough. And you're, you're good enough. You just built a habit of DNF, and you need to get back up. 
So no DNFing where you don't come back. That's a lot of negatives right there, but you have to come back after your DNF. Come back strong. I'm about to enter a 10-mile race. I put it a win under my belt so I can keep moving forward, keep moving forward. Even if it's a small win, a DNF from a 50, and then I finish a 10, that's a building block. You have to break things down sometimes and build them right back up. Second, learn. Learn from your DNF. Learn from every race. If you took first place in a 50-mile race, you should be doing this. You should do a post-action report on everything you do. You went to work, post-action report. If you want to grow, a post-action report is going to get you there. So shout out to David Goggins. That's his move. I stole it from him. Anyways, swagger jacked is probably a better word. So it's Monday again. Make sure you're going out there. Find the balance. Build yourself up when you fall. Get that post-action report in there. And as always, I went through this whole thing without getting some coffee in my life. And as always, have that substance. Have that smile. Carry yourself forward. Make sure you challenge your limits. Make sure you're always moving forward. This, All this is right here is about moving forward. I fell. I got up and I moved right back forward. Always moving forward means in your mind, you're, you have a spot where you're thinking about, how do I get back up, move forward? Do I have to take three steps back to move forward? Remember a bow and arrow, right? How far I want to shoot that arrow determines on how far back I want to pull on that. But pulling it back is with the intent to move it forward. Always move forward. And as the Stoics would say, make sure you learn, you practice, and you train always. So to you, here's cheers, drink some coffee, and have a good Monday. This is Chachi.